0: It's the Ruby on Rails podcast. I'm Jeffrey Grossenbach, October 2008. In Berlin at RailsConf, I talked to Wilson Bilkovich about Rubinius and Lars Pind about his new video blog. Over at Peepcode Screencasts, I've recently published a new video on CouchDB, the document-oriented database that's highly scalable, fault-tolerant, powered by Erlang, JSON, REST, and all your favorite acronyms. If you do any work with any database of any kind, you should check it out. So here with one of my heroes, Wilson Bilkovich. Uh Big news this week. Rubinis is getting a sort of rewrite.
1: Tell us about it. I'm not sure it would be news this week because we've been a little bit bogged down in this for a number of months now. But we've gotten our way clear of it, I think. And what we are ending up with is a whole new virtual machine that suits Ruby a little better than what we had. Fortunately, it was a little trickier to get it working than we thought. It turned out that the API we had built for ourselves between... The Ruby kernel that we wrote in the virtual machine was really huge and had a bunch of places to wire up. And interestingly, it seems like this is the same process that some other poor bastard will go through when they try to use our kernel. And so now there's this incentive internally to simplify that API and make it way easier for people like Maglev or uh, JRuby or whoever wants to use the Rubinius kernel to plant it on top. But right now, there are over 200 things you have to implement to get it all hooked up. It's crazy. And it took us months.
0: Now, this isn't the first time Rubinius has been rewritten. Uh, There must have been a temptation to just say, oh, let's just stick with this and just go through with it. Was that a big decision to make to
1: uh, make a big change again? If... Evan was tempted by that. He didn't mention it. (laughs) Because it just sort of appeared in the repository as a project. Bam. It's like, let's check this out. C++. Hope everyone knows it. But uh, I'm just being hard on him. It's really cool. It's actually less code. It's faster. It's got LLVM wired in. It hopefully will be the thing we can use to make Rubinius perform the way it needs to. So I'm hopeful. But it's not quite ready yet. It does actually now run quote-unquote, arbitrary code, and it loads the kernel and all kinds of stuff. So that's pretty good because it didn't do anything like that a couple weeks ago. And what else was I going to say it to your question? I had something that seemed relevant. Oh, so we haven't actually really done a rewrite like this before. And the reason I say that is that the previous VM write or rewrite was done alongside the kernel. And so it always had a really simple kernel that was as complex as it knew how to run, essentially. I doubt that's actually how it happened every day, but there was generally a much simpler version of the kernel than we have now. But right now, we have a kernel that is all of Ruby 186, and so the mechanisms required to support it are sophisticated. And we can't just roll back to some ancient kernel because it has an entirely different API underneath it. So we would end up rewriting what we just rewrote as we walked forward in time. So we actually don't have a simple bootstrap is the wrong word because we have a thing called bootstrap but we didn't it turned out we didn't have a simple example kernel to run to get ourselves incrementally moving forward we had to just finish it all in one slam and that was nasty so i don't
0: think again a pretty clear explanation most of the people who attended your talk said their brains were melting out of their ears and they didn't understand half of it so
1: i made the odd decision to put the introduction after the rest of the talk <laughs> And just
0: about. perhaps, um, do we, you in
1: so perhaps I was being gamed when people told me again and again how amazingly technical every single person in the room was going to be at RailsConf Europe. And what I found is that some people just wandered in because they wanted to know what Rubinius was all about, and I was torturing those poor people for many minutes while the hardcore VM heads were nodding along, you know, with their stroking their beards, staring. So, uh, turns out, need an introduction on your talk, no matter who it's for and that's new to me but you live and learn
0: well it must be nice to work for uh engineer where you get the flexibility to do stuff like this and not a real uh need to produce something on a fixed
1: time schedule I wouldn't say there's no schedule but Um, it's uh it's not fixed you're right it's not fixed it's just looming uh, but it is awesome. It is the best job I can imagine having as far as. You know, if you have a cooler one, let me know, but I haven't thought of it. But you still feel the pressure. It's not all uh, pina coladas and. I'm really good out of at the feeling the pressure. So I, I don't even need much help from the outside world, but uh, there is some, I think. I think there's, there's pressure to succeed. I don't think there's negative pressure. It's not, you know, boy, those Rubinius people need to prove themselves, or, you know, we're going to kick them out of the Ruby community. It's more of, we would really like to be running this instead of Ruby 1.8 ourselves on my laptop as my main Ruby install. So I would like that to happen as soon as possible.
0: Well, thanks. All right. Good times uh, <laughs> as In Berlin, talking to, Rail- to Lars pinned a entrepreneur, Rails developer, and now a personal coach who has a new video blog helping people think about their life, different... Uh, things even beyond programming. Now, you, you were talking to me last night about why you started this. You feel like Rails has given a lot of people a new, you know, a fresh perspective on life and excitement about development and feeling like they enjoy that, and yet there's still other parts of their lives that that uh, are the same, and, and you're trying to address some of those. What are, what are some of those areas?
2: Well... Yeah, let me just uh, address that. So, what I see that David Heinemeyer Hanser and DHH does for a lot of us is inspire us to to um, to break with habits and patterns of thought that we that we used to have. And there's there's I think a lot of the inspiration in in, in David and and Rails and Thirty Seven Signals, perhaps, is is that they inspire us to think differently. Um, however. Um, Something that I lack is, is you know, d- going a step deeper that very often we'll have all this good advice and well-intentioned advice. You know, oh, you really should you know, get real or do things this way or that, that way, which might be a really good idea. Um, but we still don't. We still have these patterns, these behaviors. So what I'd like to do is, is try to help people get one step deeper, which is to start investigating the beliefs and the, the stuff that's going on inside of our minds that can't be addressed just by saying, hey, go do this.
0: You were also mentioning that, you know, as developers, we enjoy learning a new programming language, a new framework, or starting a new job, working for a different startup or a company that's exciting to us, and yet the whole time we're bringing ourselves, and even as much as we want to increase our programming skills, sometimes we forget, hey, our approach to life, our attitude toward things, those need to be thought about and maybe refactored to use a technical term.
2: Right, yeah, exactly. There is a saying that that the way that you do anything is the way that you do everything. And what that, what that alludes to is the fact that that no matter what you're doing, you have your your yourself, you bring yourself with you. You bring your belief system and your patterns with you and and so you, you may change the technology, but if you don't change you, you know what's going on inside your head, if you don't change yourself essentially, you're just, you're going to run into some of the same problems just, you know, it's be It'll be with a different technology, um, or a different set of, circ- of
0: circumstances. So you're posting these pretty frequently. You're up to about uh, the number twelve or something like that of short, three to five minute uh, little video blogs. How frequently you you posting these? What are your plan for the site plans for the site in future?
2: Well, so far I feel like I have so much to share. Um, uh, I'm trying to shoot for like m- m- one. Uh, new blog every day, every four days a week, Monday through Thursday. So one new video up, um, and basically something to bring with you on your commute. So you know, subscribe in iTunes, get it onto your iPod or your iPhone, and 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 watch. You don't necessarily have to watch it. You can just you know put it in your pocket and, and listen to it as you're on the train or whatever commuting. It's a really good idea to to not be doing a million things at the same time, like checking email and coding and stuff. It doesn't really work like that very well it's, it, it takes, you know it's, it needs to sink in uh, so it's better to turn off everything and just like focus on that for these few
0: minutes some of them run a little long, like 10-12 minutes, but I'm trying to keep them short focused Well, last question, you've done personal coaching for people in the past, over the phone in person, what kind of changes have you seen or what kind of changes are people looking for in their lives from, from learning from the kinds of things that you teach them? It's um, very much. I've I've seen dramatic changes. Really, again, this
2: this um, notion that that how you do anything is how you do everything means that that we can dig into like a really small corner of of what's going on your relationship with your boss or even your relationship with your partner or friends or or some work project and we can look into that and we can make a change there and and usually. It's, it's sort of, it's like debugging in a sense, it's, you know, it's, it's discovering where is this belief that's causing the problem to, to exist and, and we can basically change that in an instant, pretty much. Um, and that will immediately affect the situation that, you, yeah, that you're in, but it'll also affect, you know, 10, 20 other areas and, and it'll be a permanent lasting change. Sometimes you need to revisit, but, but generally now you've, you've been there, you've gone the past, and so you, it'll be easy, very easy next, next time it pops up. But, uh, so it can be all kinds of, of, of areas, and, and it can have a dramatic impact.
0: Well, thanks.